This is Cultivating Convos with the Ohio Department of Agriculture. And it's fun to have everyone else kind of get a little insight into what we do. Farmland forever. Actually, that was the next question I was going to ask you. Shelby, <laughs> let's wrap <laughs> this thing up. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Cultivating Convos. You've got Megs here, and of course, my co-host, Shelby Croft. Hi, Megs. How Hi. are you this week? Doing okay. Hanging in. Good. Pushing through. Pushing through. As so will. this actually will come out after Memorial Day, but mm -hmm. we're recording it before. So um, it's nice to have nice to have a long weekend, oh my gosh, but nice yeah. to remember why. Nice to remember why. Of course. Yes. You got, do you have um, any plans? Uh, you know, it's literally like stuff around the house plans. First of yeah. all, two baseball games this weekend. How does that happen on Memorial Day? I know. <laughs> so that's like America's pastime. That's perfect, actually. Is it though? When it's six years, six year olds. <laughs> Well, <laughs> how many strikeouts can we watch? <laughs> the, the spirit, the spirit. I know it's it's terribly cute. It's cute. So we got that going on, and just really, I mean, I think I think we're staining like our table on our porch, <laughs> our patio. Check <laughs> it off the list. You know what are you up to? Same here. We'll probably grill out one of the days this Same. weekend, but I'm really. I have some pro house projects I'd like to do, like our basement. I got to get that rocking. <laughs> Boxes everywhere. Oh, yeah. That's what happens you know? when you move in. That's like the last thing. It's like a year later, you're still unpacking the back boxes. Seriously, yeah. So we're going to we're gonna tackle that this weekend, I think, and hopefully make some progress. We actually are. Um, both of my parents have the same birthday. I know that's very weird. What? And so I know, and it's on Tuesday. So we're doing a dinner uh, tomorrow night. I know, isn't oh, that strange? <laughs> no, that's nice. That'll be cool. Yeah, that'll be fun. Yeah. That'll be fun. So, you and, serving pancakes? Uh, I was just going to say that nice segue. And with that, we will get to the heart of the program. So, Megs, here he is the champ, the big guy. The the winner, the big man, our chief of our division of enforcement, Jason Davis is with us, the pancake eater extraordinaire. Welcome, Jason. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, uh, that was quite the feat, I must say. He, he definitely had a strategy going in, I'll tell you that. Oh my gosh, it was so, I couldn't be there, but I was sent the video and I just started laughing. I was like cry laughing. I mean, you had a poncho on, you had, you were like, it was like watching the hot dog eating contest where they dip the hot dogs and they. Yeah. Well, <laughs> the, the poncho thing worked out way better than I even anticipated. I, <laughs> I knew that I was going to do the poncho, but I was not expecting that by the time I came out of my office, that everybody else was already seated at the table and ready to go. And they're, all of a sudden I just appear and here I am having this poncho on. So the effect was even grander than I ever could have even planned oh gosh, on. You're like Muhammad Ali entering the ring. I needed it. Well, next year, I'm sure I'm going to have to defend it. I plan on having like a come out song. I'm going <laughs> to get somebody to, to play a song for me to come out to. Oh, man. Entrance music. What is exactly. your entrance music going to be? What is it? 
I don't know. I'm gonna have. That's where all my thoughts gonna go. I've already got the the pancake eating prowess. Now I got to come up with my my entrance. I I have the tigers speaking to me right now, so maybe <laughs> you could throw that as an option. That's so that's so status quo though. Everybody yeah, does eye of the tiger. I need something. I need something better. You have to get in their heads, really. I think that's what the poncho did. So it did. It really. I think that's that's what put me over the top. Okay, so I have a question. So it was, I heard five pancakes, is that right? It was five pancakes, yes. That, that seems a little wimpy. I feel like we could do 10. Um, no, no, I not know. these, because <laughs> these weren't your little, like, these weren't uh, dollar, silver were dollar thin. pancakes that were thin. I mean, they were full size, big, thick, and very dense pancakes. So five is plenty. <laughs> it was a fat stack, as it we was, would say. It really was. So, so how long did it take you? I got official time of four minutes and fifteen seconds. Okay, that's good. So that's the time to beat. That's the yeah. time to beat. And time listen, to be. just to give people a quick overview in case you missed our chat last week, um, we held a pancake breakfast and then uh, a pancake eating contest to support Operation Feed. So the first person to eat five pancakes wins the crown, which we have Jason on to explain how that happened. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. I'm going to tell you, Jason, I have already, I've already offered to uh, take you on next year. Just so you I know. know. You, well, you, you did that face to face when, <laughs> when you came down and saw me shortly after and said, sorry, I missed it. But you already warned me that you were already preparing to, to come after my crown for next year. So I'm, I'm going to start practicing now making pancakes tomorrow morning. <laughs> I, I, I will say we had a pretty good crowd in the lobby of Bromfield and Jason, I, I swear Darcy was right on your tail. I had no idea. I couldn't, I didn't even look at her one time. She was such a dark horse. I was so impressed with her when we finished and I realized she almost got me. I, I couldn't believe it. She did. The, you should hear the crowd in this video too. It's everyone's like freaking out because she, they thought she was going to catch you. That's hilarious. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Dar Darcy is the, the sweetest, most unassuming person. She's at our front desk in Bromfield. That's great. I love it. And that's why I had no, I never thought about her one second. I kept looking down at Jason Kong, the, you know, CPL and, but I didn't even peek at Darcy. I knew that Lauren and John weren't even competitors. They were laughing and talking. <laughs> There's no way they were eating with as much laughing and talking was going on. That's yeah, fair. that pretty much sums them up. <laughs> but, Let me ask how you felt after. We did have a trash can on standby. <laughs> I actually, I felt great because I couldn't wait to eat some of those uh, homemade sausage gravy and biscuits that I kept oh, here. Oh, that's right. Now. So that's right. I, people were amazed that I went right from the five... <laughs> thick stack pancakes over to the the sausage gravy and biscuits because that's really what I was looking forward to the pancakes were about the business I wanted the real food oh, that's awesome man J Jason Jason is a easy day just taking to like the Friday night buffet <laughs> I do like to eat I do like to eat get your money's worth that is awesome that is awesome well good deal well it's not the only thing we're going to talk about today uh you recently took over as our chief of enforcement, and uh, you have quite a background that you bring with you. And so we just wanted to talk a little bit about that and kind of how you how you landed here. So um, what, I, I'm not sure that a lot of people know that we have an enforcement division to begin with. Um, so why don't you kind of talk to us a little bit about 
what you do with the enforcement division and what your background is that brought you here. Sure, I'll, I'll start with me. Um, honestly, I kind of just stumbled and fell into ODA. Um, my background is in law enforcement. Uh, right out of high school, I went to college and I got my associate's degree in law enforcement. I'm from a small town in Northwest Ohio and uh, full-time police work didn't completely work out. I did a lot of small time um, paid part-time things, but nothing that would pay the bills. And we come to a point where we have to grow up and start paying re real bills. So at that point, I actually joined the army. I was active duty army for a little over four years where I didn't do law enforcement. I actually went into emergency medicine. So I, I was a medic in the army. I was going to be getting out of the army and I wanted to go back into law enforcement. So I uh, ended up finding a home at, at Grove City Police, which is, you know, right here in the Columbus area, the southwest suburb of Columbus. And I started there the very early of 2005. And then unfortunately, due to a couple injuries to the same knee, I was forced to medically retire in 2014. I ended up getting a job at the Franklin County Prosecutor's Office as an investigator. It, it, it was more of an investigator by name, not so much a job. And so I was looking for something to really utilize my skills. I, I didn't feel like I was utilizing my background and getting out of law enforcement as early as I did be doing uh, due to being injured. I kind of was looking elsewhere. Uh, the ODA enforcement agent position was listed. I, I came across it. I applied. And to be honest, I wasn't expecting anything to come of that. I really didn't know what it was. I saw that it was a law enforcement thing. And I come from rural Ohio, so I'm, I'm kind of familiar with agricultural backgrounds and, uh, you know, some of the divisions. And I got the call for an interview and I was fortunate enough to get a position that was in November of 2019. And then we're a very small unit. Uh, we only have four enforcement agents and then there's the chief. So of the four agents, the current chief kind of was looking to who can I move into a chief role and kind of uh, picked me out and asked if I'd be interested. And I, I, back in 2019, I actually just graduated with my bachelor's in management and leadership. So I've always geared myself towards trying to be in some sort of leadership or managerial role. And so when he asked me to, would I be interested in, in learning some of the aspects of being the chief of enforcement, I, I jumped all over it. Um, then Unfortunately, January uh, came around of, of just this year, and we had a very unfortunate incident with the, the current chief of enforcement who passed away unexpectedly, and it, it kind of left us wondering who's going to fill that role, and fortunately, I had the opportunity, and uh, the director asked me if I'd be willing to take over the position, and so as of January of just this year, 2022, I was named the new chief of enforcement. What does enforcement typically respond to with ODA? Each division typically has their own inspectors who kind of act as the initial investigators, so to speak, and they will get complaints from the community or however they, they generate a complaint, whether it's uh, like with animal health, like dangerous wild animals. That seems to be a big one that we deal with. Uh, we actually just had a case yesterday. Um, so somebody will report an animal that they know is uh, considered a dangerous wild animal by statute in the state of Ohio. And they'll let us, they'll, they'll call in the complaint. And typically those 
are handled strictly by enforcement. So we will get the information on what the potential animal is, where it's potentially located, and then my investigators will go out and see if we can corroborate, yes, that animal is at this location, and then we do what's necessary to go out and we actually will seize the animal. And, and let, let's clarify, that's when an owner does not possess a license to have a dangerous wild animal. Absolutely, yes. So we do have some animals that are permitted in the state of Ohio and owners that are permitted with ODA and they own these animals legally. But there are some that um, do not have the permits necessary. And some of the animals you can't get a permit. So if there, there, you, there's snakes, like over 12 feet long constrictors or venomous snakes, you can own them with a permit in the state of Ohio. And if we find out you have one and you're not permitted, we can go ahead and get you permitted and you can still keep those animals. But for example, go ahead, Megan. Oh, I was just gonna say, I know that um, Jason, in the past, you've talked about some rumors about enforcement. When our division seizes an animal, we are finding that animal a new place to live, if we want to clear that up. Yes, I would love this opportunity. Thank you for that. We 100% of the time will do our best to find an appropriate and vetted facility. It's not just any facility that these animals go to. They have to meet very strict regulations and qualifications, and then they have to agree to take the animal. If the animal doesn't fit what they have or isn't, they don't have room for it, they don't just take it just to take it. And, and you work closely, I mean, obviously, with Dr. Summers, our state veterinarian on this. I, I know that he, um, obviously, the two of you work, you know, he has that that end of, of communicating with the sanctuaries, et cetera, and you work together. Yes, 100%. I, I work, and it, it's not my decision that's made. My enforcement, we are just responsible for doing what's necessary to get the animal to our facility. And even when we do that, we do it safely with animal health. Were you amazed? I mean, I know when I first got here, we, we have it's like 19 divisions and programs. And I was shocked at just the the differences that, you know, the variances of what we cover in ag. And I know you have an even different aspect with that because you are on scene a, a lot and, and you're out there in the field. Were, what, what was the most surprising thing that you encountered about your job when you started? The most surprising thing is just the vast amount of things that we do that are so different. There, there's just so many different things we do, and we do it day to day. And because I only have four agents, we're not like a lot of divisions that they have personnel, you know, placed throughout the state, where if it's in the Northwest Quadrant, they've got a, you know, an inspector in that area. My agents, they will maybe in Toledo, which is Northwest Ohio today, and then they can be down in Jackson in Southeast Ohio tomorrow. We cover the entire state, 88 counties, 10 divisions. And so what you do day in and day out is always gonna be different. And, and that's one thing when we interview candidates, their first question is, what does a day today look like for an enforcement agent? And I always have to tell them that question always comes up, but I can't answer that for you because it is always different. Yeah. Yep. Same with comms, right, Meg? Yep. <laughs> oh, we know it every single day. You don't know what's what's coming at you. So 
have to stay on your toes. We get it. We get it. All right. I do think that's probably about it then. Yeah. Spent a lot of time uh, talking pancakes, but that's good. It's all that's good. all right. I mean, that only happens once a year. <laughs> yeah. Good deal. It's all good. Well, thanks, Jason. Thank you so much for being on. This was fun. You're welcome. Thank you, guys. <laughs> all right. We're about ready to call it a day, but um, so Friday, last Friday was National Road Trip Day, and our yep. director has been road tripping for a while. She, every year, uh, like just prior to fair season, she does a whole bunch of winery tours, and mm -hmm. she, she goes and just visits a lot of the wineries around the state, which we have so many fabulous ones. A lot. Talk about a real job perk. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's pretty cool. It, it is. And, uh, you know, we've talked about our, our uh, grape and wine industry before here on the show, but uh, we are going to talk about a different aspect of it next week, which I'm pretty excited about. Yeah, we're going to tell you all the hot spots. So you'd better tune in and find out. <laughs> because there are a lot of great little summer trips that you can take to our wineries and so many amazing things to see. So we are going to let you in on some of them. Tis the season for a sip. <laughs> Exactly. Have a great week, everyone. Cultivating Combos is created by ODA's communications team. Make sure to hit subscribe to get the latest episodes in your feed and like ODA on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for up-to-date news about agriculture in Ohio.